She was born in China without a complete left arm, and in that culture was told to hide it. But Hope was eventually adopted by an American family, and at the age of seven, something wonderful happened. Hi, I'm Richard Hunt. Thanks for listening. Well, here's the wonderful. Connor Hart, then a high school sophomore, was learning about prosthetics made on a 3D printer, and he heard about Little Hope, who lived in his region of Ohio. When I was a sophomore in high school, I was literally just sitting in class one day, and the teacher came up to me and asked me if I wanted to be part of a project that he was getting together. Apparently, there was this uh, one girl named Hope at his church who, had, who was missing an arm, and he, the teacher had learned about this uh, program called Enable, how to make prosthetics, and pretty much just equips us in order to be able to make prosthetics for people in our communities. So he asked, if, so the teacher asked if I could get involved in that. And I said, sure. And so me and some other students at our school got together, learned how to make prosthetics, and we made a prosthetic for Hope. Little Hope was presented with a custom-crafted arm, free of charge. It was life-changing. It was just really exciting for me to see how she got excited about how God made her and how people responded to it. And... It was just a really awesome to see because then I got to see her at home and how excited she was to show it off to other people, to know that I got to be like the big sister of such a wonderful person. It was really awesome to see how she grew. That's Hope's big sister, Catherine McGill, who explains what Hope had gone through earlier in her life. We adopted her right before her second birthday, and she was taught in China from a very early age, probably even before she could walk, to hide her arm. So anytime she walked outside, her instinctive was to pull down her sleeve. So she was fine around the house, around us. As soon as she walked outside when she was little, she pulled down her sleeve because that's how she was taught. So I don't know exactly what was said to her when she was younger or like what people acted around her, but she was definitely told to hide it. So that was something that we had to work through as a family to show her that it was okay and God, that's how God made her. After seeing how the 3D printed arm had made such a difference in Hope's life, Connor eventually founded a nonprofit called Hands of Hope. Note the word hope is in there. The organization provides no-cost prosthetics, and they also encourage those they help. Well, when I founded the Hands of Hope Foundation after graduating high school, I wanted it to be more than just making prosthetics for kids. I wanted my volunteers to get to know the kids and their families and be able to minister to them. Because in my view, our work pretty much set up a great platform for us to be able to minister to the family. And I believe that such great opportunities should not be overlooked. That's why I encourage my volunteers to make the most of it. And as I like to say to my volunteers, our mission is not to just provide a service, but to create a friendship built on trust and an understanding that our Lord came and healed the sick and disabled out of love and that we happily follow his example. An ally in this incredible process is Cedarville University, a Christ-based school in Cedarville, Ohio. Me and Catherine are currently working on a training program to train students how to, how, how to build prosthetics as well as work within our organization. Our organization consists of all volunteers, so it's 100% voluntary. At Cedarville, Bob Chasnov is dean of the School of Engineering and Computer Science. Well, my first impression of Connor is the word initiative. Uh, what he did before he became a freshman at Cedarville University was to send me an email as the dean of the School of Engineering and Computer Science. And in his email, he told me about 
his project that he'd been working on in high school of 3D printing hands for folks and turning it into a nonprofit organization called Hands of Hope. So what he was asking for was to be able to bring his 3D printing equipment with him and find a place to settle in and use the equipment to continue the work that he'd been doing. So he really came across as a bold and entrepreneurial person right from the start. And I appreciated that about him. So my response to him uh, included, sure, we have uh, a room that's basically being used for storage right now. And I'd love to put him up in there and help his projects continue. And uh, yeah, he ended up getting a crew of students working around him and moving forward with what he was doing. And Connor is very appreciative. They've been just so great to me. Like they provided me with my own workspace, provided me with my own, with our own, like, or helped us with publicity. So even just the faculty and staff here on campus has just been wonderful, offering us help and advice and all the resources we could ever ask for. For Connor, the experience has been life-changing for him as well. It's just so satisfying just to be able to see the work you put months into just finally come together. And then also just all the joy that comes with seeing it be able to positively affect someone is just amazing. That's our story, and we hope we've encouraged you. I'm Richard Hunt.